Well, hello, everybody, and welcome again to Saints Radio. And we are really happy to be able to uh, reach out to you today from a very hot uh, Dallas, Texas. This is a, an unusual broadcast, as many as you know, of you know, because we are not broadcasting live. We are, um, we are recording this earlier so that it can be posted, hopefully, at the time you normally listen to this broadcast. We are trying, I say we, Scott Mastin is trying to resolve our situation. It has to do with one of the many providers that we deal with on the website. It's not our web developer. It's one of the providers, and it's just a really complicated web of things. And somehow there's been an issue with them. So he's trying to get that resolved. He tried to get it resolved for today, but that did not happen. So it's not Scott's fault. It's something we're trying to work through. So that's why we're having to do this in this way today. And we're very happy that um, that you are willing to uh, uh, abide by the challenges we're facing. And um, we apologize. Um, it's... Uh, it's very odd, but I'm glad to have Monica here as always, and um, we are, uh, I don't know why we, you don't look for problems, but um, I don't know why we didn't expect some kind of nonsense when, uh, when we engage in a week of fasting and we're believing God for breakthroughs and we're believing God for um, for the promises that he has spoken over the many years. Um, I, I don't know why he's not let you look for them, but we're not ignorant of devices, are we? No. I'm, I'm on high alert, actually. Not, nothing that's distracting me from the purpose and plan of God and our function, but definitely on high alert you know last week last week was somewhat of a, a breakthrough week for me in different ways very personally and it was so interesting because on on the most significant day that I experienced breakthrough in the Lord I I was just I, I felt so free and I was just rejoicing and and, and went home and um, from prayer and went upstairs and was doing some things, studying and whatnot. And a couple of hours later, I went downstairs and I looked at the bottom of my stairs and on the hardwoods I saw what looked like water. And I thought, what is that? <coughs> you know how you see something odd and you just can't? And so I walked down a few steps, I called up to Olivia, I'm like, why is there water on the ground? And she said, I have no idea. Well, the closer I got, I realized that one of our toilets had backed up just in the oh. in, just in the like totally random timing like nobody was even downstairs she said she heard like a popping noise and she didn't know what it was so she just ignored it oh I know what I was doing I was doing something like in, engaged in something um, online yeah anyway so Almost like half of the bottom floor of my house 
Oh, no. <laughs> and I just, I mean, honestly, I just stood, you know, it's like you stand there in that mess and you just think, first of all, you think, what am I going to do? Like, a house is going to get cleaned up. Oh, my goodness. And, and she came downstairs and we just started cleaning it up. And, of course, called the plumber. The plumber was out in literally 45 minutes, resolved the problem. But I really, honestly, I knew that it was the enemy. It was just like, just a backlash to the freedom that I was feeling, that he thought, you know, he's going to pull this one on us and, and cause me just frustration and just to step out of my place of, of rejoicing. And and so ever since then, I've been like hypersensitive to just little things that I see. He tries to just, he, he tries to put a, a cog in the wheel. Yeah. And, and to try to block the things that God's doing. And so because this week is so significant spiritually in what we're doing, I mean, I, and I've talked to you a little bit about it. I mean, I have felt, I have been covering, covering everything that I can, just in prayer, asking the Lord to protect and to preserve and to, to, um, to not allow any invasion or infiltration of the enemy because, um, Wow, isn't that something? Ah, yeah, amazing. Um, well, I'm thankful that that was resolved. Um, I don't want to say easily, but it wasn't some major problem. Um, isn't that amazing? Well, I don't know what you may be facing, but. I don't know about you, but I, I pray, we, we, we declare with you that, <clears throat> that God is going before you, that, um, that any, uh, any uh, type of enemy assignment or attempt to block or to hinder would be scattered and... Um, I, I, I know we agree that that would be. You know, one of the things that I've been doing over the past week, and, uh, you know, you've heard the, the, the prayer, I think it's of St. Patrick, and um, I think that's who it was. But David Ruiz, one time, he, he sang Christ above me, Christ below me. But that's an actual prayer that's been passed down over the years. So I'll... Oh, through the day, usually very early in the morning, I will say that before the Lord, Christ above me, Christ below me, Christ within me, Christ to my left, Christ to my right, um, Christ through me. I, I just I just declare that over myself and in any direction that I can think that, that I need to proclaim Christ. And I, I don't know if that's a word for anybody else, but for me, it's been a blessing just to feel that and to realize and recognize that impartation and that, that phenerosis, that manifestation. Um, but we, we definitely need to be watchful. You know, this fast that we're doing and what we shared on Sunday, I know many of you didn't hear it live uh, maybe you heard it on archive but we were talking out of the book of Ezra and we were talking about the three day fast 
that he initiated. Um, and then there was another three days when he got to Jerusalem. Um, and we went, talked about all the times that three days were, um, were set apart before great points of breakthrough, 75 times through the scripture. And so we're doing two of those this week. The first one, uh, the one we're in right now, and we'll just focus on that, is in regard to what God has promised us here in this house, in this esteme, in this point of uh, the deposit of the glory. And um, we're, we're believing that God uh, and our people are fasting. Um, we're, we're coming to pray tomorrow night, Wednesday night at, um, at 6. And we're just having a, a great time with this. But I find myself praying throughout the day about this and just just kind of rejoicing in the Lord. And we've done a lot of different things over the years. We, you know that. We've, we've seen things in Scripture and we've mobilized the network or we've done it here in this house. But I don't, I don't remember us ever doing a, a three-dayer, uh, not, to, not to mention a, a two, two three-dayers. You know, the first, the first part about that Ezra afflicting, you know, there's four facets to that, is to recognize the season and the timing and to know that it's something God has commissioned for that timing. And we definitely believe that. This is God's timetable. And it, it got me thinking about the necessity of prayer throughout all of that sequence in God's timing. You think about it. God said, 70 years, you're going to be in captivity. And so Daniel is the first with his buddy Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, and other folks that were around him. Can you imagine this guy, if he knows that it's going to be 70 years, they're not going to get time off for good behavior. God has said 70 years, and that's a fait accompli. That's the way it's going to be. So here he is 70 years out. He's got to be thinking, you know, by the time 70 years is up, I'm probably going to be a goner. I mean, I'll, I'll be uh, however old. I'll be almost 90 years old by then, probably, maybe in my mid-80s. So what good does it do for me to be in prayer? A lot of people think that way. If there's, if there's not something right in front of them, they don't want to pray. If the, if the towers haven't been destroyed in New York City, they're not going to pray. I mean, they have to have an urgency or an emergency or some kind of startling thing for them to grab on to God. And so Daniel was the first one, and we talk a lot about who he was, but if there was ever a sign of his devotion to God, it was the fact that here he was standing for God in a foreign land, knowing full well that he was praying for something that he would never in the natural participate in. That's, that's st stunning to me. And of course, then you had Ezekiel doing whatever wackiness he was doing. But then you come along and you, you hit Esther. And, you know, I know the African-American church likes to embrace Esther, and we like to 
talk about her story and Mordecai and all those things, the Veggie Tales thing, even Pastor Larry's sermon from a couple seminars ago, which was really good. I do listen, Pastor Larry. Um, but she was serving the Lord at a crucial time in world history. I mean, that's when the Persians and the Greeks were battling. You know, the Battle of Marathon, famous battle there, the Sparta and Athens. And Daniel had heard from Gabriel that he was dealing with the prince of Persia, but the prince of Greece was coming. And, and this was long before they went to battle with Greece and long before the Hellenistic Age came about with Alexander the Great. But Esther was doing what she did. We don't know how much she interceded. But then you had Zerubbabel, who then came about. And in him and Joshua, the high priest, and uh, uh, they were, uh, you know, it recorded in there in Zechariah. Uh, uh, they're, they're rebuilding the foundation, and they're doing all this spiritual warfare. I mean, read about Satan opposing them at the right hand of God and uh, Michael standing up to defend the brand plucked from the burning. You know, they're interceding, and it's still not the 70-year period. It's far in advance. And by this time, a lot of those Jewish people had given up. They weren't believing. The ones living in Jerusalem, if you believe what Ezra said, were just as just as worldly as could be, most of them. Um, you, had, you had some very difficult scenarios that, that were being faced, but yet they pressed through in spiritual warfare, and they prayed, and they called unto God, and you have, uh, you have the, all of those things that Zechariah records. All of that is in advance of them returning. Then comes Ezra. And then after that comes Nehemiah. My point is that all along the way, anybody who was paying attention was remembering the timing of God. Now, they knew a 70-year period. We never got a direct time that God was going to do something. We didn't need it, I guess. But we do have promises We've had experiences. We've had angelic visitations and visions. And so we've been praying as intercessors at every juncture point along this timetable of God. We still don't have a time frame, but we know that what we're supposed to be doing this week is about what God is going to reveal. And I just thought that was very interesting as I reflected on that. Sometimes we think, you know, I've been praying for a long time. You know, I didn't see anything. I haven't felt anything. I guess I should give up. I should be discouraged. Daniel warned about in our day, the, um, you know, the enemy would try to wear us out, the saints particularly. Daniel also talked at the beginning of those 70 years about the scrolls that were sealed for our day. I think it's just a, a cry for us to to embrace the identity of an intercessor without any preconceived notions or out any, without any quid pro quo, okay, if you do this, I'm going to do this for you. It's just enough to serve God at his throne as an intercessor, praying in diversities of tongues, praying his mysteries, 
The mysteries are things that God is revealing. The mysteries are things that have not manifested yet. We're praying them, then we have to watch them happen. It's really, it's really the essence of being an intercessor. I've been rambling here, haven't I? What say ye? moments, the, the opportunities that we have. Like, I think about what we're doing this week. I think about what we're doing tomorrow night. That is, that is so ordained of the Lord, and it's so real to me. That <coughs> is the me. moment that we're living. And so to be intentional in that moment with all that we are, to give ourselves an intercession with all that he's given to us and with the gifts and the spirit that he's pouring through us is, to me, the apex of our existence and and because how many times have you said it is all about the journey it's all about how we respond in obedience to what he gives us to accomplish and I I don't even I mean I do look into the future and I know that that it's important to be able to see on the horizon so don't get me wrong here but more and more I find myself just giving myself over to the moment that I have and being you know, as intentional and as present as I can be with all that I am for what he's, he has me doing in the moment. And I mean, we, you know, think about what we're doing tonight, tomorrow night, and going into this weekend on Saturday, which I'm sure will flow into Sunday in some way. Um, this is an assignment that is built upon years and years and years of, of cultivating the soil, of sowing, of the faithfulness of the intercession that's come forth from all the saints that have sown into this terio. Um, you know, and we're believing for this same thing to, to happen in Florida and in the Arizona. Yes, the yes. Other, in France, I mean, for all of those that want to come alongside and really believe for the stirring of the waters and to um, to really, I guess, draw from the, the 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 deposits of glory that we know are here, mm-hmm. and and so yeah, yeah, it's it's good, it's really good. You know, this morning I was in here um, praying, and you know, I I felt led to just declare the cross again um, because it paid for the histemis. 
And I was declaring our right to do that. We took up, we took up our cross and followed. We have to apply that cross here. And um, you need to do that wherever you are. And it, you know, we would say in this that we highly respect the places where you've been called to serve. We don't consider ourselves here to be a be-all, end-all. Uh, every one of you has uh, been placed in a, a position by the Father that is vital. And you have uh, deposits of his presence and points of identity and function that are rare and unique. So we would encourage you, if you feel led, to apply this same type of thing wherever you are. Uh, we, we've split this into two, three-day fasts. This one right now is about what God has put in our place here, what we have a responsibility for, thanking God for it, remembering and um, asking him to in grace activate this in the way that he wants it to be activated for this coming season and so you can do that wherever you are you can pray with us tomorrow night if you like to but the point though is you need to be doing this throughout the day and we strongly encourage you to do this over your life as, but, but particularly over the place that God has called you to stand. Then the next three days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we're believing based upon that for the going forth, for what Ezra said about um, God being with us, protecting us, providing for us, even all the way down our substance and our little ones. And it's not the little ones that I'm that concerned about, it's the bigger ones. Sometimes they get us in trouble, just joking. But, um, but that's not, we don't want to get too far down the road. We've got to focus on where we are right now. Keep, keep our eyes on the road. And that's what we're believing for. So we invite you to do that as well. Amen? Amen. Um, it's, a, it's an interesting time. However... You know, we were talking about different obstacles. You talked about that unusual thing that happened at your house. We've got, we've both got things that we're battling physically. Um, we have others that are battling things physically right now. And I don't welcome those. I don't like them. I detest them. But I also believe that one of the things we're believing for this week is the phenomenal promises of the miraculous and the, the stirring of the waters and the various points of the, the, the source itself, the Hestemi itself, uh, uh, like in the days of Philip, where people are being freed. And so I'm not welcoming it, but you know, if we, can, if we can thank God when the enemy comes in one way before he flees in seven, if we can thank God in the midst of those challenges and believe for things for other people 
and believe for things that God's going to do in future, um, that's like a sacrifice of righteousness where you are seeing the vision beyond what's there. You know, what was the first time, you know, Abram was, he believed God and it was righteous. And up there on um, uh, Jehovah Jireh, where they were he was sac willing to sacrifice his, basically, the apex of his walk of faith. And when he was willing to do that, in the midst of that, then God opened his eyes and the, ti the, the timing of the Lord provided. And I, I wonder if that principle being played out over and over again, I wonder if that's not why we're facing some of the things. We're not inviting them. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I mean, I wouldn't invite the things we're facing for anything in the world or the things you're facing. But the key to it is, can we look to what God's saying, to his vision, and partner with that in the midst of our own need right now? That's a sacrifice of righteousness. That's a sacrifice for the vision of God. That's the sacrifice of, can you believe? Yes, Abram believed, and God counted it to him for righteousness. Can you believe, even though it looks in your life like that is far from you? And you're not asking for yourself. You're asking for what God is going to do for others. That's a sacrifice. And that's there. The joy set before us is what Jesus did in his great triumph at the cross. This is what we're believing for. So we're coming here. Neither one of us are saying, oh, God, you know, we're fasting and we're here in the pool of Bethesda. We're welcoming the river of God. You've got to touch me. We're saying, God, you promised this. For what? For how you're going to show yourself in your kingdom in the nations. How you're going to show yourself on behalf of your message. How you're going to do what you need to do so that this gospel of the kingdom can be preached throughout the world for a witness. I'm not trying to pat each other on the back. That's not what I'm saying. But our motive here is not subjective. God, if we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and his righteousness, he'll add all these things that we need. But that's not, our motive is not all these things that we need. It's his righteousness. And that's what we need to lock into. Our greatest ministry right now is to serve our Father. That's it. To come into alignment with our Lord Jesus Christ at the right hand of the throne. And like you said, the journey. Whew. Well, we're going to end this broadcast in just a couple minutes. So, Monica, is there something you want to add to that? testimony on Sunday morning we have a dear sister in, in the south of France well south of France in France in Lyon who 
we've known for many, many years. She's very faithful with the Saints Network, and we love her deeply. Um, and she has been praying and believing for her husband to come to know the Lord and to walk alongside her for as long as we've known her, which is close to 20 years. And this Sunday morning, she, he was baptized. And uh -huh. she sent me some photographs this morning of him giving his testimony. And I, you know, I just, my, my response to that, above, above and beyond just the rejoicing that I have with her for this, is he heard our prayers. He yes. heard her cry, and he answered them. And he is that faithful and that good. And I know, I know that I know that he hears us. And, and we're not asking for things for ourselves. We're ask, Yes, we are asking for Robin to be healed. We oh, are yeah. asking absolutely for, for you to be healed, for, for me to be healed, for Pastor Vicky's back to be healed, for any number of things that, that we really need to be touched so that we can run this race together. And, um, but at the same time, we're asking for his will. Yeah. Yeah. And for the heavens to open and for the kingdom to come and for us to just step into just the glorious things that he has for us on the horizon. But it is the moment. It, 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 it so much is the moment. And um, I don't know. God is just so faithful. And, I, you know, I shared this on Sunday morning, but I'm going to say it again. Last week when we did our, our Zoom call with our congregation and we talked about Fivefold, we, we basically launched this season of, of intercession and, and we gave an assignment and that was you go before the Lord in prayer and you ask Him to give you a vision or a word uh, to encourage you to speak into your identity or into your function as you go forward. And, um, you know, oftentimes... I, you know, I'll I'll be responsible to give an assignment, and it's not that I don't do it, but a big part of my assignment a lot of times is to oversee the assignment. But I came in here the next morning, and I felt like the Lord said, "Okay, when are you going to do it? You know, you you put this upon the people. When are you going to do it?" And I put my tail between my legs, and I got on my face, and I asked the Lord for a word or a vision for this coming season for this body. And it literally was within 30 seconds that he gave me a vision. And I, I cannot even tell you what that does to me. On the, it's just like his faithfulness to answer our prayer and to meet with us and to show us the way to encourage us spiritually with spiritual vision. And, and I don't know, it just, I just, I'm captivated by the faithfulness of the Lord. Amen. And just so thankful that's great so i know we're out of time well thank you for abiding with us in the midst of this challenge we're going to end now so hopefully we can get this posted quickly but um, we're praying for you and we invite you to join us in prayer so god bless you all thanks again for your understanding and goodbye <laughs>